Welcome back to the RGBSports.com podcast. My name is Brian Ramos. I'm a sports writer with the Monitor Newspaper and RGBSports.com. Today, I'm joined by my fellow sports writer, Ivan Palacios. Ivan, how you doing? I'm doing good, Brian. Uh, week two of uh, RGV football is here. You know, we got a lot of good matchups on our hand. You know, um, it, it's exciting. It's, it's a new week, new chance to get better. Absolutely. And, and uh, there's definitely plenty of teams looking to improve off of their week one performance. And then uh, plenty of teams who are looking to build off their week one wins uh, after uh, a really uh, entertaining season opening uh, week to the 2021 season. And uh, we, ha- we had some nail biters uh, all across the valley. And now I'm excited to see what, what week two holds, man. H- how are you feeling about, uh, about week two? I know we got District 16, 5A, D1 kicking off district play. How are you feeling about, about them? And, and they're going right into the meat grinder, man, that 10-team district. Man, I mean, they're the only 10-team district in the uh, UIL uh, this year. Uh, it's going to be, a, like you said, a meat grinder, man. They're going to jump right into it. It's going to be a gauntlet. I mean, it's every game counts from this point on for them. Not to say that their first game didn't count, but it's pretty much they had one practice session and they're jumping right into it. It's going to be tough for these teams. I, I don't see – one team just running away with it. I think it's going to come down to the final game. I mean, we got a lot of big ones in our uh, coming out this week and some teams that are making their debuts after opting out one week. So some of these teams didn't even get that one, that, you know, week one uh, practice run against, you know, a non-district opponent. So it's going to be a tough district for sure. Probably, uh, like I said, going to come down to the last game, in my opinion. Absolutely. And of course, uh, with our this is our preview episode of breaking down all the, the week two games we got coming up Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But, if, but before we get into the games, we start with the top 10 poll with the, this week's uh, top 10 poll um, for week two. Edinburgh Vela holds on to their number one spot after uh, just a, a dominating performance against McAllen Memorial last week. Uh, they receive all six first place votes to hold on to that number one spot. And then Ivan, uh, the number two team, who I mean, maybe some people questioned our rankings after they saw the initial uh, the initial poll um, before week one, which had Mercedes at number two. But then Mercedes comes out and shows why we had them at number two. What did you think about Mercedes and the and the performance they had, and how, how are they deserving of that number two ranking? Oh, uh, they proved it, you know, without a doubt. Uh, they were top offense and top defense in the district after one game almost 500 yards of total offense against a really good Brownsville Hannett team that finished um, in second place or tied for first place, I should say, I'm sorry, in their district last year. And then they allowed only 193 yards of total offense. So all around great performance. I think they're going to be the team to beat in that district. And uh, they made a statement for sure. I mean, quarterback Mikey Cisneros threw for five touchdowns. Um, It's uh, Jimenez rushed for another two touchdowns. It's just a statement win establishing themselves as the number two team in the Valley and, you know, showing that they belong there and not just, you know, a team that's good on paper, but they have the talent across the board. So it's going to be exciting to see what they can do and how they can build off of that, especially with senior Mikey Cisnettles leading the way. Um, But that brings us to our number three team who has a big matchup that we'll talk about a little later this week. Uh, Tell me, what'd you, what'd you learn about the number three team this last week? Man, well, I I don't know if I learned anything new about Harlingen because it's the same old Harlingen, man. This, This program it, it is what it is that they're, they're, I mean, they're regarded as one of the best here in the Rio Grande Valley, not just the Rio Grande Valley, but in South Texas for a reason. And head coach Manny Gomez had those kids fired up, uh, Harlingen High uh, fired up, man, and, and they come out with a, a 
34 to 10 convincing victory over a solid Laredo United South program to open the season. So Harlingen High holds on to that number three ranking. And as you mentioned, the Monitors game of the week, which we'll preview in, in, in a bit. Number one, Edinburgh Vela. Number three, Harlingen High. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited for it. But we'll get into that preview in just a bit. Before the before we get there, our number four team in the top ten poll is PSG North. Uh, they they jump up a couple spots after after, uh, after a twenty to seventeen overtime win against Brownsville Rivera. We had the Raiders Bowl, black and silver, black and silver on both sides. It, it was an exciting matchup, and uh, PSG North proves uh, that to be the better team. But they needed that extra period to do so. And with, of course, with 18 returning starters back, I think uh, that definitely could, uh, contributes to the reason why uh, PSG North is so uh, highly regarded um, uh, entering the 2021 season and as they move on to week two. And then our number five team uh, stays at the 6A level. That's the Mission High Eagles. They move up two spots as well after a 13 to 12 uh, tight victory over the rival Mission Veterans Patriots. There in uh, at Bill Pate Stadium in Hidalgo, uh, in in week one on Thursday, and it was a really good game. But I mean, well, when it comes down to rivalry games, it doesn't matter how you win. It doesn't matter what the final score was. All that matters is that you win. And Mission High did that. They took care of business. The defense was very impressive. So Mission High, the number five team in the in the latest top ten poll, and then the number six team, uh, Ivan. I know they may not have gotten to play, but I mean, uh, people know what Westlake East is capable of. So our number six team, Westlake East, just, I know they they sat out last week, Ivan, but what are your thoughts on, on them? You know, I expect them to come out swinging. I'm sure these kids are hungry to get out there and play. You know, Coach Mike Burgett, when I spoke to him during the offseason, you know, these kids have the talent. Um, they graduated quite a bit of guys, but I'm sure they're itching to play, especially after having the Tanaka Bowl canceled this last week. Um, they got a pretty big matchup, too. I mean, they're taking on Donna High who also opted out this week. So we're going to get to see both those teams debut. Uh, we'll go a little more into them, but I feel like Wesley East is deserving to be on the poll, um, but they're going to have to show it too um, this coming week. Uh, they're the only team on the list that didn't play last week. So um, it just speaks volumes to the, the program that uh, coach forget has that, you know, despite not playing a game, they remain in our poll. So I'm excited to see them kick things off and get things going this week. And uh, that brings us to our number seven team who, um, took on the number one team, Edinburgh Vela, last week in uh, last week's monitor game of the week. Um, unfortunately, things didn't go their way when, you know, 42 to six loss to Vela, but they uh, they they had their moments. Um, I feel like they're going to uh, they have a really good chance to bounce back this week. Um, Coach Patterson and it has a good good backfield there a rush for a total of 121 yards. Um but, I mean, against a stingy Edinburgh Vela defense. But it won't be, you know, an easy task. They take on the number eight team uh, in our ranking this week, which is McAllen High, which you got a chance to actually go out and see play. So what did you see from them out there? Yeah, uh, that McAllen High, Edinburgh High game was a good one. It went down to the wire, to the last position. And it, it was a defensive slugfest throughout. I mean, uh, sure, maybe it takes some time for these offenses to get going and find the rhythm and everything after just a, a unique offseason and, and – uh, uh, you know what I mean? Still trying to adjust uh, to everything going on. But uh, McAllen High was impressive. I mean, they won 14 to 6 against a good Edinburgh High team that plays really good defense. Uh, Hunter Curl, uh, two touchdown passes for them, uh, for the Bulldogs to lead them to a season opening victory. And I mean, 
this Edinburgh High team, I mean, they were a playoff team a, a year ago, and McAllen High opens the season with uh, with a win over a, a Class 6A playoff team um, from last season. So I know, I know Edinburgh High didn't get to play, but McAllen High showed what they're capable of. They showed they can hang. Uh, well, McAllen High is the big dogs, but they showed they can hang with the big cats there, with the Bobcats, and by taking them down, man. So uh, McAllen High, they look good, off to a promising start. Uh, to the season, but as you mentioned, McCallum Memorial up next, and you throw everything out the window when, when those two teams meet. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. Of course, Memorial riding a big winning streak in in that series, but uh, McCallum High coming, uh, looking to change things up. Then our number our number nine and number ten teams are two new teams who broke into the top ten after uh, really good wins last week, and uh, of course, number nine is, is La Feria after coming through with uh, just a, a really impressive performance against Raymondville. Um, they, they beat them by 18 points. Uh, and Raymondville, of course, is, is a really good Class 4A program there at the D2 level. But La Feria shows that they are back and, and reloaded uh, with a really impressive win. So they come in at number nine. And finally, our number 10 team, the San Benito Greyhounds, who pick up a 20-13 to 13 comeback, comeback victory over McAllen Rowe to break into the top 10. So San Benito rounds out the top 10. Then other teams receiving votes just to run through very quickly. Brownsville, Hannah, Edinburgh North, Lyford, Mission Veterans, Rio Hondo, Sherryland High, and Sherryland Pioneer. So that is the, the most recent uh, rgvsports.com top 10 poll uh, following all the week one action and to get you guys ready for week two. And we're ready for week, week two. And of course, we're good. we always start previewing the week two matchups with the Monitors game of the week. And of course, this week, that it's a blockbuster matchup. Edinburgh Vela hosting Harlingen High Thursday night, 7 p.m., Richard R. Flores Stadium in Edinburgh. It's going to be a good one, man. I, I, I'm really excited. Uh, I mean, it, I think it, it's safe to say in, in recent years, um, Edinburgh Vela has been the best plastic state program in Hidalgo County, Harlingen High, of course, and their long reign and their, of course, rich tradition and rich history. Uh, one, one of the top Class 6A programs there in Cameron County. And now here we are blessed in week two with what feels like uh, should be a third round playoff matchup between the Sabercats and the Cardinals. And I, I'm just really excited. Two, two of the best head coaches here in the Valley in Edinburgh Vela's John Campbell and, and Harlingen High's Manny Gomez. And of course, these teams, man, I mean, uh, they just breed and, and, and they just produce talent and, and football players. And I'm excited to see uh, who wins this matchup for bragging rights. Of course, Edinburgh Vela are relatively new school, less than 10 years um, around. But so uh, the, the matchup history uh, is, isn't too deep. Harlingen and, and Edinburgh Vela have only met once before. It was two years ago in the playoffs. Edinburgh Vela beat them 35-28, even though Edinburgh Vela was a uh, the number three seed in district Harlingen high was the number two seed. Uh, so they have a little history. Edinburgh they played once before Edinburgh Bella leads the series one Oh, but now here we come Thursday night, the Cardinals are going to have a chance to even that series up. And uh, I mean, take some bragging rights back to Cameron County and show that, I mean, why Harlingen high is the real deal. And then of course, Edinburgh Bella will be looking to do the same. So I'm just fired up for, for this matchup Thursday night, week two, but it feels like it, it's uh, you know, the regional quarterfinals of the Class 6A playoffs, and I couldn't be more fired up for it. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be there bringing you uh, a preview and coverage, of course, of that game, Edinburgh Bella against Harlingen. 
I'm really looking forward to it. And I, I know a lot of football fans in the Rio Grande Valley and South Texas are looking forward to it as well. I, Ivan, uh, what, what are some games that catch your eye this weekend? I know we got some big ones coming up. I mean, first of all, like you mentioned, that that Edinburgh Bella Harlingen. I mean, it's what a blockbuster matchup to kick off our week too. You know, um, it's it's going to be a nail biter there, I, I believe, and um, it's just one of the many good games, like you mentioned. Um, this Thursday, I will be at over at PSJ Stadium, where Ed Couch Elsa takes on PSJ North um, at seven p.m. Um, Ed Cochelsa, you know, they suffered a loss their first game, went down to Los Fresnos 23-7, to um, and they'll look to bounce back against a really good PSJ North team that showed their resiliency. Um, like you mentioned, they had an overtime win against Bronzo Rivera earlier this week. Um, so I think it'll, it'll be a good one there to watch. Uh, it's not going to be the most high-scoring contents, I believe. I mean, Ed Cochelsa likes to run the ball down their throat. I mean, just this last week, they uh, put up um, 169 rushing yards on the ground, Um so it's going to be one of those uh, ground and pound, you know, grind it out style of football games, in my opinion. Uh, PSJ North's obviously known for their vaunted uh, black shirt defense. Uh, it, it's going to be a good matchup there at PSJ Stadium, I think. We also got another big uh, 5A matchup between uh, Rio Grande City, who takes on their former head coach, Leo Mireles, over at Laredo LBJ. Um, when I went to their practice during the Stewart Day Tours, um, they one of the guys that I talked to there, he told me, you know, there was two games he was looking for, you know, last week's. Star County Super Bowl against Roma, which they came away with the victory in, you know, rushing for over 300 yards. And then that second game taking on their old head coach, Leo Mireles, against uh, Laredo LBJ. So it's going to be exciting, a little bit of a, I don't want to say a bitterness, but definitely that kind of, you know, extra motivation, you know, forming, facing off against your former leader with your new head coach. Uh, so it'll be a good one to watch and see how that one plays out. Um, what are some other games that you've noticed? Yeah. So to, to keep it there, uh, so we'll keep things on Thursday night football. Um, we got Westlake High at Mission High, and of course that game will be played in Hidalgo. But Westlake High will be making their 2021 season debut. Of course, as you mentioned earlier, after the Tanaco Bowl was canceled last week, Mission High, of course, got to play the rivalry game, coming away with a 13-12 win over Mission Veterans. So now it's going to be interesting to see can Mission High uh, improve? Can they perform better than they did against the rival? Of course, all that matters is you got the win. But Coach Longoria, after the game, said that uh, there are plenty of things to clean up and, and the Eagles will be looking to do so. And they'll take take on, uh, I mean, a, a young Westlake High team that only returns three starters from a year ago. So it's going to be interesting to see what Coach Stroman's group uh, in the Panthers look like uh, in, in week one. Um, Justin Rodriguez taking over at quarterback. Uh, they expect some good things from him. So I, I'm excited to see to take our, our first look at Westlake High and then to see what Mission High looks like uh, one week re removed from that battle against uh, Mission Veterans last week. And then, uh, of course, Ivan, uh, when we were breaking down the top 10, you touched on this matchup, but uh, another two teams making the, their uh, season debuts, Donna High at Westlake East. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Man, it's going to be interesting to watch. He's got a former assistant taking on his uh, former, you know, former head coach, uh, Mike Brigette. So Mike Brigette coaching over at Wesleyco East. Uh, Donna High is now led by coach Mike Gonzalez, who served as offensive coordinator at Wesleyco East under Brigette. Um, this is the second year with the program, and it, it's it's going to be a tough matchup, I think. Both teams, like I said, didn't get that uh, non-district contest to uh, kind of warm up. They're kind of jumping right into the mix of things, uh, that meat grinder that you talked about of District 16, 5A, D1. Um, it's going to be over at Bobby Lackey Friday at 7 p.m., and you know, it's going to be interesting to see how Mike Gonzalez does against his uh, former uh, 
colleague and coach Brigitte. Uh, I know Brigitte spoke highly of him when I spoke to, spoke to him early this year. And uh, Donna High looks like they're ready to make a, that move this year. I know it's the 60th anniversary of their state championship season. So they're hungry to get out there. They're hungry to get a win and, you know, kick things off on the right foot and hopefully get back to the postseason this year after a couple of years away from it. And then on the other side of the things, you got Wesleyco East looking to extend that postseason streak. So it should be an exciting matchup. I mean, it's one of the five matchups taking place in 16-5 AD1 this week. I mean, we also got McAllen Roll taking on La Jolla Palmview, you know, McAllen Rowe coming off that loss to San Benito. Um, but they showed that they can air it out. Matt Mateo Giannis put it together, a really good performance, throwing for over 250 yards and is a start under center. So I, I think that'll be a good matchup against um, Coach uh, Requeñez's uh, slot T offense. And then, of course, the game I'll be at Friday is going to be that McAllen Memorial against McAllen High matchup, man. Um, it's, it's a rivalry, you know, these guys – don't, not that they don't like each other, but when you go and step on the field, it's like, you know, you guys are going to war. Um, you mentioned that uh, consecutive streak for McAllen Memorial. That's 11 straight victories against McAllen High. And uh, this year might be the year that McAllen High snaps that streak. They got a good quarterback in Hunter Curl that you mentioned earlier, entered the season as Dave Campbell's uh, preseason offensive MVP for the district. And he showed why that first game, you know, throwing for uh, 180 and two touchdowns. Uh, but, I mean, expect the Mustangs to come out hungry and, hopefully, you know, try to come away with that win and extend that streak, you know, on one side of the, you know, Coach Patterson wants to get that first win. And I know those players are going to be, you know, itching to get back on the field after that, you know, 42 to six loss to Edinburgh Vela and get back on that win column, especially starting district play. So those three will round out the uh, district 16-5A schedule. Oh, actually, no, I'm forgetting one. So we also got Brownsville Pace taking on Brownsville Lopez and that'll wrap up the 16-5A schedule. Them, you know, the first district to kick off district play this year so that, that's exciting to see it's going to be exciting to get those uh it just brings a new intensity to the game once they, they hit the field and knowing every game counts and you know one loss can mean you're in or you're out in the playoffs um but what other games are you looking at this week i know we got a full slate this friday yeah we got, we got a full slate but before we get there uh just w we had one cancellation uh earlier this morning los fresnos uh and gregory portland uh canceled their non-district game uh due to covid concerns so uh, that that is one game off the schedule, but uh, back to the games that we will be watching uh, in, in action. Mission Veterans travels to San Benito, and um, I mean Coach Gilpin, man, he, he's not afraid to play tough teams. And I mean now here they are, they open the season with uh, Class Six A rival uh, Mission High. Now here they are, Week Two, taking on the San Benito Greyhounds. So it's going to be interesting to see if how Mission Veterans can respond after suffering a, a, a tough and close loss. Uh, against Mission High there in week one. How do they respond in, in week two? And can they bounce back? And especially uh, that offense and quarterback, Vicky Urena, uh, what, what will they look like uh, coming out against the Greyhounds? And of course, uh, a, a pretty good defense that held Rowe to 13 points last week. And then um, moving on throughout the schedule, I mean, uh, Ivan, I, I know uh, Edinburgh Vela and uh, Harlingen High are the game of the week. And if they didn't play, I mean, I think this one would be our game of the week. Edinburgh North and Mercedes, two teams who, who dropped uh, 40 burgers last week on their opponents, come away with big wins uh, to open the, the 2020-2021 season. And now here they are meeting in week two in a non-district game. And I, I'm really looking forward to this matchup. Uh, of course, uh, Mike Cisneros, uh, quarterback for Mercedes, Evan Medrano, quarterback for, uh, for Edinburgh North, both had really good performances last week. Uh, Medrano four touchdown passes and all four uh, 
uh, go go to Yair, the the, the Edinburgh North speedy receiver, and just a a, a really uh, exciting game that I'm looking forward to. Both of these teams feel uh, well. Of course, Mercedes is a district title contender there in 16-5 D two, and Edinburgh North, man, they're looking to make some noise and. and uh, and what better way to do it than, I mean, to show people what you can do against the, the Mercedes Tigers who are, um, I think, have already established themselves at, as one of the top teams here in the Rio Grande Valley in 2021. So uh, just an exciting game to look forward to. And that one is Friday night. So, hey, Thursday night, go check out Edinburgh Bella against Harlingen. Friday night, Edinburgh North and Mercedes. Good two nights of football. And then, uh, of course, we even have some Saturday Saturday games going on. But before we get to that, um, just some other games I'd like to touch on. Roma at Edinburgh Economides. We, we, at this time next week, Ivan, we could be talking about Edinburgh Economides being 2-0 and to start the year after not winning a game uh, in 2020. So uh, Roma, of course, coming off that, that loss in the Stark County Super Bowl against Rio Grande City. Now they travel to Edinburgh to take on the Jaguars, who picked up a, an impressive 17-7 win against uh, PSJ Southwest in, in their opener. Um, had, a, had a couple guys rotating in at quarterback, but hey, Coach Sean Vandermergel, uh, he, he seems to have um, at least found early signs of, of, you know what I mean, some offensive firepower there uh, for economies. And then uh, defensively, you hold PSJ Southwest to just one touchdown. Uh, that's really good because PSG Southwest is, is a team that's going to come right at you and um, Edinburgh, Edinburgh economies did not back down. So uh, exciting matchup uh, there. Then of course uh, we got a rivalry uh, game, PSG Southwest at PSG high, both teams lose their season openers, but now one of these teams is going to get in the win column here in week two. So this is a, a game to keep an eye on PSG high against PSG Southwest there uh, in, in far and uh, Ivan, I know we got uh, a couple of the Sherryland schools uh, with some big matchups going up against some Class 6A competition. What can you tell us about uh, the two Sherryland schools and who they'll be facing this week? For sure, man. So, I mean, you got Sherryland Pioneer taking on Harlingen South. I mean, both of, the, both of these teams started 1-0. Um, Sherryland Pioneer taking down um, – I'm sorry, PSJ High um, – last week 14 to 12 and then you know harlingen south you know opened the win against bronzeville veterans memorial so it's going to be a good one um like both head coaches first year head coaches both picked up you know isri izzy gonzalez over at harlingen south picked up his first win coach galindo over at pioneer picked up his first win so um it's going to be exciting to watch that one you mentioned uh quarterback rotations over at edinburgh economies pioneers kind of in the same situation uh, they went out uh, with three quarterbacks in um, their game last week, but uh, I think Angelo Basan established himself as, you know, the clear favorite uh, throwing for over 200 yards and two touchdowns. Um, uh, obviously, you know, it's, it's hard to follow and act like Eddie Lee Marburger, but he did a great job out there. He controlled the offense, uh, had a couple of picks, but overall, you know, he's, he established himself as the top guy and a pioneer. So it'll be interesting to see whether Galindo sticks with him or just decides to write the hot hand each game. So, and then of course you got Harlington South taking, you know, who's, wants to build off that win too, you know. Uh, so it's going to be exciting to see that game. And then on Saturday, uh, we got our, one of our first Saturday games of the week, uh, Sherilyn High taking on another 6A school, Brownsville, Hannah. Uh, Sherilyn High picked up that win last week. Um, huge performance by uh, Orly Lopez, four touchdowns, 231 yards, uh, coming back from that broken fibula. What a story, man. I mean, guys, uh, guys fought back, and he, he's showing that he belongs out there, and he's shown why he wanted to get back out there. So – but they're taking on a real good Brownsville Hannah team that's looking to get on the win column. 
Um, they dropped that first game, but I mean, they're not to be counted out year in and year out. Coach Guest has those guys ready to roll. Uh, so it'll be a real test for both of these teams, kind of see where they stand early in the year. I know Sherilyn High uh, got votes. Both both teams actually got votes in our RGB Sports Top 10 poll. So this will go to showing whether they, you know, belong in that poll or not. And, you know, maybe we'll see one of these two teams in the top 10 next week. And, of course, our week will wrap up with Kennedy at Progreso and uh, the final game taking place 2 p.m. Saturday. Uh, nice for Progreso to get back on the field, and I'm sure they're excited to get hit the field again on, you know, this Saturday after a year of not playing games. So lots of action this week, lots of things to look forward to, lots of big, you know, huge games coming uh, coming our way, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. And, and before we wrap up uh, uh, our preview of our week two action, uh, we got some 6A games uh, or some 6A teams in action. We got Edinburgh High traveling to Brownsville Rivetta. Uh, of course, Edinburgh High loses their game against Mack High by eight in week one. Bronzo Rivetta loses in overtime by three to PSJ North. Both of these teams were so close to picking up a win. It's going to be interesting to see which team actually does that here in week two, the Bobcats versus the Raiders, 7.30 p.m. in Brownsville. Then we got uh, La Jolla High, who in, in their season opener, I mean, they, they took a year off. And I know they may not have picked up a 65-0 win the way Rio Hondo did in their return to the field, but they lost 24-20 against the rival La Jolla Palmview. But I mean, uh, they, they held Palm Butte to under 200 yards of total offense, had, had 250 yards of, of, of offense themselves. So it's going to be interesting to see how what La Jolla High can do uh, moving forward as, as they continue to game steam and, and uh, pick up where they left off back in 2019. Um, so La Jolla High takes on La Feria. It's a non-district action, 7.30 p.m. in La Feria. Uh, really looking forward to that one. And then uh, Ivan... I mean, it, it's no secret. Donna North has lost 30 straight games. They haven't won a game since October 13th, 2017. But that could that streak could end Friday nights. And I'm not going to say it's going to end. I'm not going to make any guarantees, any predictions. But Wada's Lincoln, of course, set out the 2020 season. They In their return to the field, they lose 65-0 to zero against Rio Hondo. It's a tough loss for the Huskies to, to start the year. And now they'll have to travel to Donna North and, and take, uh, take them on uh, at Benny LaProd stadium. And of course the chiefs are hungry for that win, man. They're a team under second year head coach that showed improvement last year. They were competitive. They didn't win a game, but they had over 20 points uh, twice, 30 points on one occasion. So this Donna North team has taken steps forward under coach Cuevas. And now they have a chance to end the streak. It's tied for the fifth longest active streak in Texas at the moment. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, if Donna North can get in the win column, if they can end the streak after talking to Coach Cuevas and talking to some of those kids. They know it. They, they, they see some of the trash talk online and uh, some people talking down on them, and they'd love nothing more than to shut those people up and get a win and show that, hey, man, this, things are changing at Donna North. And you better start putting some respect on their name over over uh, at Donna North. So I'm really looking forward to that one. That's where I'll be Friday night. Uh, La Jolla Waters Lincoln at Donna North. Waters, if Waters wins, they win their first game since 2019 after sitting out the 2020 season. If Donna North wins, they snap that 30-game losing streak. So either way, it's going to be a big game to watch. Uh, and, and I'm just excited to see who comes away with the victory here uh, in Week 2 as the teams get ready for district play. So that wraps up uh, our week two 
uh, preview, uh, running to running down through some of the games. Of course, uh, some some other no, uh, notables. We got Raymondville at Gruya, uh, Hidalgo taking on Orange Grove, Port Isabel after uh, just a dominating Week One performance uh, uh, takes on Valley View. Then uh, this is a fun one it, uh, at, at the Class Two A and Three A non district level, but Lyford at La Villa. Both teams pick up impressive victories there in Week One. Going to be a fun matchup to see uh, what Lyford and La Villa look like here in Week Two. So. I'm excited for it, Ivan. Of course, all the action starts Thursday night. Edinburgh Vela, Harlingen High, 7 p.m. in Edinburgh. Be there. Be square. It's going to be a fun one, and I'm looking forward to all, all of the, the Week 2 action just across the valley, Ivan. Uh, how you feeling? Oh, man, I'm thrilled. I'm ready to be out there again. You know, like we talked about last week, just – having those fans back just brings a whole nother level to these games, having the bands, all that stuff. It, it's, it's, it's exciting to be back out there. And uh, this week, I mean, it's just going to be even more turned up. I mean, you got, you know, like I said, you, you got a whole bunch of rivalry games, McCallum Memorial taking a McCallum high. You got the Edinburgh Bella versus Harlingen high matchup. It's just, we got a full slate of blockbuster matchups and it, it should make for what should be a thrilling, exciting weekend for these teams. And, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, talking again on Saturday, seeing what we saw through this week too, and see where we stand. Absolutely. I could be more thrilled for uh, the schedule ahead and, and this weekend in RGV football. So uh, that, that's going to wrap up the RGV Sports uh, Week 2 preview podcast. Of course, you can catch all our stuff on rgvsports.com at myrgv.com. And of course, you can subscribe to the podcast on, on iTunes and you can uh, follow us on Facebook, so on uh, Twitter at rgvsports.com. And uh, of course, there you'll find our top 10, our players of the week. And of course, before we wrap up, why don't we mention our player of the week uh, for week one, Luis Briseño from Mission High, three interceptions in that game against Mission Veterans. And of course, he, he last season ended for him with a, a, a broken leg there on, on the, the field of Tom Landry Stadium. Now here in his first actual game back, he comes away with three interceptions to lead Mission High to a victory. So shout out Luis Briseño and the Mission Eagles defense a well-deserved honor as the Monitor's Player of the Week. So you can catch all, all that stuff, feature stories, preview stories, uh, predictions. We, we have our pick em line every week that comes out uh, on Thursday. So take a look at there. If, if we picked you and you win, uh, you know what I mean? We'll be happy with you. And then if, if we pick you uh, and, and you lose, I mean, uh, when we pick against you and, and you win, that's your time to, to, you know what I mean? To look at us and be like, Hey, how much do those guys really know? So I know teams love pro proving us wrong and they see the pick them and they see teams, uh, they see uh, us picking against them. That adds a little a fuel to their fire. So you can catch all that on RGB sports and my RGB.com. Uh, so once again, thank you for joining us. This has been the RGB sports uh, week two preview podcast for Ivan and I uh, thank you. And we'll catch you next time. See you guys.